Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, as this Yankee season slips further and further away, I figured to do a little something different with a focus on Derek Jeter, as I promised. Um, he's been in the news in recent weeks for a couple of different reasons, uh, one of them being some comments made by the former Marlins owner there, uh, Jeffrey Loria, um, you know, saying some maybe unflattering things about Jeter, as well as the fact now Jeter's going to make his debut uh, for the first time, donning the pinstripes yet again uh, for Old Timers Day. So I'll kind of give you my thoughts on both those uh, stories there. But before we start, make sure you are a podcast subscriber so uh, you can't get this as well as wrap up reports and other stuff unless you're a podcast subscriber so perhaps you follow the show on youtube that's great maybe you see it once in a while on bronxnet or brick tv all good all good all good but you must be a podcast subscriber here to get this content comes out more frequently uh so you know i know as much you want to see me you'd rather hear me a lot more you can only do so by being a podcast subscriber so going back to the yankee captain uh, i guess uh, jeffrey loria did an interview with the miami herald and kind of threw a few shots at jeter uh, one of them being, you know, just kind of how, uh, you know, Team Lee w- went nowhere under him um, and how he, he traded away Stanton when Stanton was at his height of his career. I mean, he just won the National League MVP. But the one that was most bizarre with me is criticizing Jeter for taking out some stupid structure that they had in center field uh, and putting it out in the park where it belongs. So kind of take all those to task for a second. So let's start with the structure. So basically they had something out there like they have, like in, I think, similar to like Milwaukee. I know every time they have these gimmicks, you know, every time the someone hits a home run, the Brewer guy kind of goes down the slide i know in houston though they have the train come out when someone hits a home run and i guess the mall has had this thing you know which i i don't remember i no one even watches ball in games so I, I don't even recognize this thing until it was made a story basically it's, it's like a little a fishy thing structure like every time someone hits a home run a mall and fish kind of goes over the cliff or over the rock whatever it is it's it looks like some some amusement park ride or something you know i get all these Ballparks and the modern ones have a lot of these gimmicks. I know the Diamondbacks had their pool out there in center field, and it really doesn't make a difference. You know, if the team's good, it's good. It's bad, it's bad. I mean, that's why people go to the ballpark. And of course, the Rays have their little stingray thing there out in left field with the Rays. But, you know, you can't blame Jeter. He's coming from the Yankees. He wants to bring a little professionalism, a little seriousness to the organization. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the right move to take this dumb thing and throw it out in the parking lot. You know, give fans something to be respectful of. Give the players, like, let them feel uh, that they're respected and they're serious. And, they're, you know, the things are different now. They're not just some, um, you know, some amusement park carnival thing just to attract fans to the stands there. So, and this is Derek Jeter coming from the Yankees where you can't have a beard. You can't really have open tattoos, even though they kind of changed that uh, once the CC came along. But, you know, this is the New York Yankees. You got to be well-groomed. You got to be serious. You can't do little gimmicky things like that. And that's where Derek Jeter's coming from. And he wants to bring that to this organization. So, you can't blame him. I mean, I would have done the same thing. Take this ridiculous thing out of here. Let opposing players come in here and think that we're a serious baseball team, not some carnival act there. Obviously, Loria sold off his stake in the team back in 2017. That's when Jita came in. And, of course, one of the first moves, the big moves, was shipping out Gio Call Stanton to, ironically, the Yankees. Now, look, you want to criticize Jita on that? He was getting rid of payroll. I mean, Sand, yes, he was at his height of his career, but it's also at the height of his attractiveness when the team would want to take that big payroll. You know, even though the Marlins you know, assumed some of the hit, but to unload that was a big relief for the organization. So it's not a bad move. And, all right, frankly, how many fans have really come to the game just because you call Stanton? I mean, if, again, going back to what I said originally, if you're a good team, they're going to come and watch the team play and win. If it's just a lousy team, whether you have Stanton there or not, doesn't make much of a difference. Very marginal, more like 5 to 8% of people are going to come just to see Gio call Stanton maybe at that i mean he was a big player that's anyway it was probably at the peak of his career but he wasn't like otani attractiveness like people weren't come to see stand the way people would come to see otani i mean again the angels could be like 30 games on the 500 people still come to see otani stand is as as great as he was at that time and much power and his home runs are majestic and what we get all that it's these 500 foot bombs 
he's not a draw like that that you know by due to shipping him out oh it cost them all so much revenue you know the fans are packing the stadium to come see this guy they were coming at all and they got the new stadium what did it do nothing bupkis so i won't blame Jeter for that and again g didn't get a ton back i mean got you know uh Stall and Castro from the Yankees, so it's not like the, that. The, the, the trade of Stanton like was able to retool their farm system like that, but he unloaded a major ball and chain uh, on their payroll by getting out Stanton. And just look how the Yankees are now. I mean, the Yankees have a couple of ball and chains they would like to remove from their payroll, mainly Stanton himself, uh, DJ Lemayu, Rondon, and probably a couple of years maybe going to be talking about Judge. So Jeter did the organization a favor there. As for the other stuff, all right? Did he develop some great players? Did he do anything with the organization moving forward? No. Uh, I know they made a little hay in 2020, but again, that was a little bit of an anomaly because, again, it was the strike shortened season there, so it's 60 games, so it wasn't your typical baseball season, so if the Marlins were kind of knocking on the postseason door there, it's not really a fair litmus test. Now, saying, hey, Jeter's made some great moves. It's just 162 games, probably a totally different story, but I believe Don Manley did get the 2020 Manager of the Year award for at least the National League. So, yeah, did Jeter do anything with the organization to further it? No, but again, this is the Marlins where they have zero payroll, they got no assets really to use, so he wasn't able to get it together. Can you knock Jeter for that? Yeah, sure, okay. Doesn't seem like he's a little suitable for that, and of course now Jeter part of the team last year now with Fox Sports doing the pre and post game there and you know yucking it up with A-Rod and Ortiz and them and all and see how this Marlins organization is going to be I mean the only way they could win is kind of what they had in 2003 where, where you know after being terrible for a couple of years if you just have a good group of players just to come together at once and this you know everyone just has a great season there and you, you take everyone by surprise that's pretty much the only way the Marlins can win I know back in 97 it was a little different they actually had an owner that spent money there so even though it was a young team they had a lot of veteran players like you know you had Darren Dalton and, uh, you know, Al Leiter. Uh, so there wasn't your typical, like, young team there. So of this Marlins organization, they've been miserable. Jeter really didn't do much to them. I think just brought some, I guess, a substance to them just for being Derek Jeter there. But, again, he didn't turn out to be a great general manager. And he did the organization a favor by shipping out Stanton. Look how Stanton is now. I mean, uh, imagine if the Stanton the way he is now where he could barely walk. He can't even run the bases. Once in a while, he hits a home run. If you're the Marlins ownership group, do you want to be paying Stanton for this production right now? So, no. Dita did you a favor there. Uh, and getting rid of that stupid thing in the ballpark that just looked like it belongs in a circus. There's All right. Can't blame Jeter. Wants to bring a little class to the organization. Oh, my God. What a terrible thing. Just because Loria probably had this thing built. Hey, this is our structure. We love this thing. No, it's because you built it, man. You put money into it. Now, Jeter rejected it threw it in the parking lot. That's kind of why he had those comments there. So, that was that with the Miami Herald article. And as for Jeter joining Old Timers Day, cool to see his first time there. Uh, again, Jeter a little bit more laid back now. It's a different Derek Jeter than when he was a player here. Of course, now he's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He's making little funny videos and stuff. He's with the Fox Sports crew, yucking it up. But if you look at Old Timers Day there, uh, it's it's not really the same thing anymore. The last actual physical game was 2019. Now it got canceled for 2020. Of course, you know, COVID. And same thing with 2021, which is understandable. You know, people kind of trepidatious a little bit. And, you know, these old timers are old timers, more susceptible. And of course, there's a whole issue of who's vaccinated who's not vaccinated of course the yankee stadium had policies about unvaccinated people come to the stadium so you know say well they, well they couldn't put it together those two years but then they finally brought it back but it wasn't actually a game it was just everyone on the field there to like take some photos so it's just not really an old timers day it's just a kind of a mishmash photo app it's kind of like when they retire someone's number or they uh, introduce a, a new plaque in monument park there so it's not an actual game so I don't know, they wear the uniform, okay, it's cool, but kind of a bummer this, so it's not really 
what remember old timers day used to be. It was cool to see you know guys from the seventies playing against guys from the sixties, and maybe one of the new guys from the nineties just retires and see him go up against like Ron Guidry. I mean, that was old timers day. That's what it was all about. But they don't even do that anymore. Uh, so it's not really old timers day. Now Jeter's going to be the headline, of course, um, and they're also trying to put a focus on the '98 Yankees. So I believe Mike Stanton will be there, probably Homer Bush, and of course some of the same uh, mainstays: uh, O'Neill and uh, Tino. I'm sure Cohn will be out there and. Uh, Roy White and maybe Ron Bloomberg, who again I had a guest on this show a couple of seasons ago. Uh, so you see the usual faces, but it seems like Jeter and the '98 team is going to be the focus. But he's not actually going to play. Now I can understand actually the Post ran a story a couple of days ago uh, about uh, Joe DiMaggio, who again he was a regular participant for a large part of when he, he retired from the Yankees. But then I guess by the early 80s, because he saw himself in the mirror in his uniform, he's like, wow, I look really like old. I look terrible, like sloppy. And it kind of just really it just struck a chord in him. Like, all right, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore because, you know, people are looking for Joe DiMaggio to be gracious and, you know, be the, the Yankee Clipper with some mystique. And do you want to see an old man out there like tripping and falling on himself or just getting embarrassed? So that's kind of when it clicked in his head to stop playing, being a participant. That's kind of when he just came out just to throw the first pitch. And, of course, he would be donned in one of his, you know, uh, very uh, dapper suits there. And that's kind of, you know, when Joe hung it up, you know, doing old timers day. Uh, you know, that's kind of clear. So I kind of see the same mentality with Derek Jeter. I mean, we kind of revered Derek Jeter. So do you want to see him out there embarrassing himself or blow a big, you know, no, I mean, these games aren't serious. But do you want to see him, like, cough up an easy ground ball there, you know, botch it play or throw a ball and actually goes in the stands or strike out and swing and whiff and look terrible. So I could kind of understand, you know, players like that, Elk, just not wanting to expose themselves. I think Jared Jeter would have a little bit of a sense of humor not to care as much. I mean, it's kind of laid back. Um, I think they should bring it back with a player's hit because it was cool. I remember a couple of years ago, Matsui got a home run. It was cool to see that Tino Martino's got one that just went over the wall. We remember Mariano Rivera, I think his first all-timers day, he hit an inside-the-park home run, uh, you know, hustling around the bases there. Now, again, the outfielders are probably like 500 years old and can't get to the ball. Nevertheless, it was fun to see that. So I really wish they will bring that back, uh, but you're not going to get that this season. So old-timers day, mark your calendars in September. And not much to look forward to to this Yankee season because, again, it's slipping out under 500 and just looking completely dead and lethargic in these games. Uh, so Yankees, you know, they're going to have a few more gimmicks. they got a couple of bobblehead games coming up. And they'll have this old-timers game coming up. And maybe they'll have a, you know, a T-shirt day. Whatever gets you to, to the ballpark because uh, the product on the field, obviously, is terrible. And probably the old-timers, they could actually, if they really tried, they could probably beat this version of the 2023 Yankees. So that's, that's a scoop on Jeter. Maybe not the greatest GM, but it did the organization a favor. Try to you know, bring a credibility and seriousness to them. So I don't know what Laurie is talking about there. But again, X's and O's as a GM making moves. Did your favor by shipping out Stanton. Develop players that he developed team. Did he further the organization to be a playoff or a World Series contender? No, no, no. But also you're dealing with the Marlins here, one of the lowest payroll pitiful team in all baseball probably shouldn't be canceled out uh you know no relevance whatsoever even with the new ballpark really no one cares about that organization which is why i never knew they even had that structure out there and now of course jita coming back to the bronx where he belongs for old timers day just to, to give the yankee fans a little cheer when it is really turning into a, a miserable season so we'll catch you next time mm-hmm.